So I'm in, uh, I'm in Melissa's room. This is, oh. this is, this is where I've got my desktop set up. So, you know, I love it's, that. it's Melissa's room slash my office right now. <laughs> so, is the table back in there? Uh, yes, it is. It's, um, there it is. Oh, yeah. Sorry, table. Sorry we didn't keep you. It's, it has it has a future, but just not here in this <laughs> small little place. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it'll look beautiful in whatever house you guys eventually buy. Yeah, I can I can I, I picture exactly where it's going to be and what it's going to look like. We're just uh, waiting for the house um, to fit around the table. That basically we're 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 searching for a house that fits around around the table that we bought. So perfect. <laughs> that's what it really comes down to any house we look at we're like okay show us the kitchen we need to see if it's not going to work then show us the next place <laughs> i love so, that but we're not in a rush so it's 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 just nice to be just chilling here right now in this yeah. place apartment life is nice because um i mean i like i love gardening you know that but i don't i'm i was it was getting on top of me pretty good for there for a bit where I just like, Oh, I cannot believe it's time to mow yeah. again. And, and I'm like, I'm good to get a gardener, but mom, mom didn't really want didn't like the idea of people coming in through the, you know, in the gate and all that stuff. So, oh. so hmm. it was me pushing, pushing that thing around. Yeah. <laughs> uh, fewer Saturdays than I should have been, but you know, it's, okay. it's not worth it to throw out a disc in your back just for a, just for a clean lawn. No, well, it wasn't good. I mean, the grass when, when the grass is getting long enough to go to seed, it's bad. Like you, you need to, and you remember the neighborhood. I mean, it was very manicured, so it, mm -hmm. you had to keep up. Like you couldn't, you couldn't just take a couple of weeks off because your yeah. your yard stuck out. You know, so there was yeah, a lot of dumb. At least now, hopefully, whenever you guys get a place, you won't have to because you can do like you can do like desert plants and and stuff like sure. that. Like you don't even have to have grass. On the, in the front yards, do you? Uh, no, absolutely not. It's like discouraged. actually discourage it. Yeah, as they so, should. Look, I I love I love flowers. I mean, I'm 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 good with the yard. I just don't want grass, you know. And it's funny because growing up, you know, we up until I was about six, we we lived in Viejo and we had this backyard that had a hill on it even, and it was all grass. <laughs> we just had so much fun. And then we moved to the San Francisco Bay Area and there was no grass. I mean, we had this huge plot of land, this house sitting on this big corner lot and my, and my dad, or not corner lot, but end of the cul-de-sac lot. And my, and my dad just had said, no, like we're not putting grass. And I couldn't understand it. I'm like, what Why do you not, mean? Dad? How, can this, it's fine. how can this be? You know, like, well, there's no, no grass. We're going to put ivy. And I'm like, ivy? And, and we could never play in the ivy and balls, tennis balls would get lost in the ivy and baseball. Oh, yeah. But I understand it now. I understand it 100%. I'll never get grass again. I'm done with grass. I stayed in a house um, when me and some friends drove up to San Francisco to go to the, like, a concert. Um, we stayed in this house in Berkeley. It was a really, really beautiful house. And the backyard was huge, but from what I can recall, there was like a very small patch of grass. Like it was, it was like two layers. So there's like a top deck layer and then a lower layer and the top, it was a lot of like, f almost like forest greenery and like trees and moss and like logs and stuff. So it was, yeah. it was like very, it was very lush and beautiful, but it wasn't, it just certainly wasn't a lawn of grass. It's like, huh, yeah, you don't have nice. to get grass. It can. Who decided that? Like, who made that? 
somewhere in the in the annals of human history, someone decided that every house has to have grass. Who I want to meet that person because I have stern words for him or her, oh, no. whoever it was. It's not necessary. You can, there's a lot of things you can do, but I'm. Here's the other thing though. Maybe it's gotten better, but I'm not. I'm not down for like the pretend grass either. No, you know what? Uh, is, uh, we have pretend grass in our complex, and I didn't realize until I stepped on it and looked closely at it that it was pretend grass. The turf. Well, if you didn't like realize root. it, that's but decent. What? But why do that when you can have so much fun with like other things? Moss, yeah, there's like the, absolutely moss that you can walk on that's like as right. soft as grass. I've probably sure. more soft than grass. Yeah, just a lot of cheap drought resistant ground cover that's pretty. But yeah. also if you if you have a pet too, if you have a dog or anything like that, oh, you have to yeah. think about that too, because you're just even if it's in the front yard, you may not have a pet, but someone's pet's gonna visit your yard and, oh. and birds and everything else. It just becomes like this petri dish. I you know, <laughs> A lawn has a natural cleaning <laughs> mechanism, you know, that nature has built into it. Just pretend grass is just like carpet, right? So how nasty does that become I after know. a certain like, Are you out there disinfecting it? Like, how's that better than mowing it? I don't know. So Blech. I'm not really, maybe, in, I don't know, not for, not for, not around the house. I wouldn't do the, I wouldn't do the, at least not, I haven't seen any grass that's fake grass that would have me buying it. So no. <laughs> Joshua is like a little bit of a clean freak. Like he, there are certain things that he really can't stand being like dirty or untidy, but he mm -hmm. wants carpet in an apartment. And I'm like, do you realize what's under? Yeah. Like you want 10 years of like living? Who knows what? Of who, yeah. literally who knows what? Stepping on that, laying on that every day? That's what you want? I don't know. Hardwood is not yeah. super comfy. Let's just buy our own carpets. We can take our own little rugs with us. So it's just, it's only our whatever, not random people yeah. who lived here five years ago. Yeah, I, I think the ideal, yeah, I, the ideal is when you move into an apartment, if you're living in an apartment or a con, you know, something that's rented to other people, is brand new carpet when you move in. Like where we live, that's yeah. what it was. Like, okay, every time somebody moves out, there's new carpet put in. But even if it's your own place and you've lived there a while, it's just carpet, man. I mean, just carpet doesn't, it, it just, just collects stuff. Clean. Like when you don't even realize it. No, you can, after you a certain can point. Deep clean. You can deep clean like wood floors or like whatever, whatever it is that we have, like you can clean that sure. 100%. Carpet, you can never clean 100%. You have to douse it with chemicals to even get it close to clean. Yeah, and that's a whole different kind of unclean unclean with the chemicals right i don't really yeah. want that so no no the ideal i think is you know my ideal at least is like original hardwood floor to a to an older house so like a victorian mm. house with mm. original hardwood so it's got a lot of character and yeah. then you just put really cool area rugs in certain places and and you just change those out you know but the hardwood is the charm of the place i love hardwood floors. Yeah. Like, I, I love your floor. I can see it from, from on my screen. It's just beautiful. Yeah, love I it. like it too. I, I mean, I don't know what it is, but I don't mind it. Oh, and I have a big carpet is, in is, here. It's a good Pergo. second option. You know, if you don't have, if it's not hardwood, it's not wood, but it might be. Those apartments are, aren't been there a while. So anyway, I don't know. Um, Do you think growing up in a house that had hardwood, like, made you like hardwood? I think that's probably yeah, where you probably. like it. 
Yeah, we had we had carpet in our bedrooms, but mm. everything else, all the common areas, all the family room, the kitchen, yeah, the dining room, it was all hardwood. And <laughs> but okay, here's a funny story. Gra- Grandma and Grandpa redid all the hardwood in the in the house. You know, almost a decade ago now, and they oh, I remember. They decided that yeah, right, okay, they decided they wanted to go with the the really dark wood. You know, kind of a rich, lush-looking dark wood. It's beautiful. Um, it, it's, it's lovely to look at, and it's awesome on, in a photo. But the problem of, of it is you have to actually walk on it and live on it. And this hardwood, <laughs> it just showed everything, like every single smudge, every anything. So we, you remember, like, oh, hi, Mom and Dad. It's so good to see you. Before we even got a foot in the door to, to give anybody a hug, it was like, put these booties on your feet. <laughs> you, no you're, hugs. Like, you're wearing plastic bags on your feet as you're walking around and, and you know poor poor grandma or grandpa uh, 75 years old following us around with this little this little squirt bottle of bona i think it was called and they're, and they're like <laughs> scrubbing away the little patches you know on the that we're leaving and it just was it, and she just finally grandma just said that's enough like it, it is what it is we're gonna live with it but you know you have to think about that like okay what's gonna what's the dark wood gonna show it's gonna show yeah. all the dust and any smudges, any and, smudge. you know, you know I, I'll, I, I'm kind of more on the on the honey color side again, like what you're, what you guys are living on right now. Yeah, it's pretty. It, it honestly, it's a blessing and a curse because it absolutely uh, hides dirt. Like you can't. And same with granite. That's something. <laughs> I'm, I'm a fairly tidy person. I like things to be tidy. I'm not as much of a cleanly person. Joshua's more of a cleanly person, so we have fun with that dynamic. Um, but what I've <laughs> realized is that we used to live on a we used to have tile in the kitchen. And tile, white tile, you can see everything. Like there is no hiding any kind of mess. Um now we have like granite and it's this beautifully um camouflaged granite so sometimes like yeah. i'll finish cooking and i'll finish cleaning and like i'll look at the kitchen it looks all clean and the next morning i'll like walk in and i'll put my hand on the granite and it's just like crusty <laughs> i'm like <laughs> quick get the sponge before any before get anybody notices <laughs> please no one come in the kitchen don't touch it don't touch the yeah. granite it's i don't know i didn't realize i don't touch the counter very much so i only i've had to just make a habit of cleaning it after every like ev- every night mostly but i just it's so hard for it me doesn't show that little spot and someone i think i have adhd i would like to get tested at some point but it's not like top priority um just because it's so expensive and i don't even know if i'd want to go on medication so there's that but I think I, like, as a person who struggles with, like, if something is not seen to me, it doesn't exist. Like, I, if I can't see that it's dirty, it doesn't, like, like, there's no reason for me to clean it. It's, it's really bad. That's probably why I'm more tidy instead of cleanly. Like, if I can't see it, it's not there. Look, some of that, some of that, um. The, the granite patterns that you see for countertops, it's, it's intentional. It absolutely yeah, is camouflage and you, assume. and you, uh, and that it has its pluses and minuses, but it certainly, it, the, the spot of grapefruit juice that you left on the counter the night before, um, you don't see it nope. until, until you, you put a very important piece of paper down the next morning to, <laughs> to sign or read, and then you pick it back up and half of it's still on the counter. The other half is in your hand. 
I've done that a few times. It sounds like a personal story. <laughs> it is, yeah, it is. These are all, all these anecdotes are derived from personal experience. <laughs> but on the other side, though, the 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 white kitchen countertops that we had at the old house, you know, mom lamented those. I don't for, miss them. For every year we lived in them because she just said you know, the, the grout between each tile, she said, it, she, remember she would put the, like the bleach on the paper towels and put them, lay them on the counter overnight. And the whole place would, you know, it would smell like a hospital. And then she'd peel them off that. and it looked great. And it looked amazing. But, you know, three weeks later, the grout would get dirty again. And she would just go, oh, this countertops, I got to get me granite or something like it. And, uh, you know, it's a lot never of, did it's... get around to it. So. <laughs> Well now, well now you have granite, right? Like a white, like a white no. granite or something. Well, it's like it's a camouflage. It's like a, I don't even know what to call it. It's just a weird color, a combination of colors designed to hide everything that's on it. I'm not complaining. I just need to get better at uh, assuming that it's sturdy and not assuming them it's and, not okay. dirty. At the risk of boring everybody with this, but the last thing that I'll say about granite, and we <laughs> we we learned this at Aunt Tracy's place, is is granite because it's stone. You know it. If you it, it it sucks the heat out of everything. So if you're if you have a hot cup of coffee and it's got to be hot, right? Like I do not like lukewarm anything, lukewarm coffee or you know, and mm. mom even more so. It's like got to be piping hot. You set it on a on a granite counter in a ceramic cup and you go away for five minutes. You come back, it, it, the temperature has been cut in half. Like it, <laughs> you're wondering what happened. Did somebody <laughs> did somebody put an ice cube in this while I was gone? And it just has turned into a room temperature dreck. So there you have to have the right yeah. Uh, what is it? Coasters, I guess. Anyway, uh, funny things you things you don't things you don't know when you're looking at a at a like a home no. magazine and all these beautiful pictures. There's a difference between what it looks like and what it what it is to live with it. So yeah. Yeah. This, I assumed all when I saw granite, I was like, all my problems are gone. Granite's easy to clean. Granite's you know, it's prettier. I don't have to deal with a nasty grout. But I did not consider. All of these other <laughs> side effects. <laughs> but it's yeah. gay. Well, the, the, one, the bonus of, of, renting, of renting a place is that it takes all those decisions away from you. But you, you, know, you, you don't have to make that choice. Like when, when you're yeah. in your own place, if you don't like something, you have the choice to change it. But if there's something like at our place, yeah, I wish I had hardwood floors. But I'm not going to put hardwood floors in, in an apartment. Like they wouldn't let me in the first place, but I could do it without them knowing. But then I'd pay for it twice because I would have to undo it later. <laughs> So, you know, it is, you just, it yeah. is what it is. You take what you have and that's what you have. Our bathtub is so scuffed. Like, um, we, <laughs> <laughs> like it's really. Oh, wait, what was the word you used? That was a great word. What'd you say? Scuffed. Guffed. I love it. <laughs> scuffed. S-C-U-F-F-E-D. Okay. Scuffed. So scuffed. Okay. Scuffed. So I don't know. I think it's from like years of having a manager that we didn't want to bother. We have a nice manager now, but we don't like the bathroom it like wasn't draining first it wasn't it had like the super old it was gerber gerber um bathroom plug like like it had been the metal was corroding on the thing and so we called and we're like hey this bathtub doesn't doesn't drain uh, or no we couldn't get it to stop like we can get it to to fill for a bath and so he came in and fixed it and then the the from that point, it wouldn't drain. So then Joshua pulled out the entire mechanism uh, from the bottom. And so from then, now we we like couldn't figure out how to re insert the mechanism. So <laughs> we've just like, 
I just Googled like how to stop a bathtub with no, without a drain, without like a drain plug. And I'm just, I'm just using like a, t a paper, like a towel that's in a plastic bag and I'm me? shoving it down. Are you serious? What? Just when? Ask... This is at the old place? No, this is now. This is currently. <laughs> this is my own fault. No. I just need okay. to ask. I just need to ask because yeah, the, I'm because sure it's, it's not it's, working. It's simple. Like whatever you yeah, whatever you pulled out, you can put back in. I just know? feel just bad because we already replaced it, but then we ripped it out because it wasn't working either. But we need to figure that out. Let's go. It, it works. So it was because it wasn't drain. Your tub wasn't draining. Sure it was wasn't draining. So at first it was draining. And then, but it wasn't stopping, so I couldn't make, I couldn't, like, make a bath. So then the oh, repairman okay. came in and fixed it, gave us a new thing, so then it, it would stop, but then it wouldn't drain. So then Joshua pulled out the whole thing, and now we just haven't fixed it, because we feel bad. Yeah. Well, in in the meantime, there are there's better options than the plastic bag and the <laughs> towel. You can get, like... <laughs> I'm just, man, I, I, that's a real wise statement of me, but there, there, you, there's like uh, just like flat plastic saucers that you can just sit on a drain that will, the water itself will seal it. Like the things you um, use for your kitchen sink, you could use for your bathroom. Okay. So I'll you could, but it. just don't kick it. Yeah. That's hilarious, Dara. That's about like the ultimate janky <laughs> home solution thingy. Uh -huh. <laughs> it's just like one of those things that I don't think about enough to like, fix like right. a, neither of us take baths that often but you know you get you know, have a whim and you're like i would really like to take a bath right now and you're like well here's what i have this will work for I today take a bath. Get, break out the the grocery bag and the sock Give me a and open up the sock drawer i need to take a bath <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, well, i wish i could help you but i'm no as you know i'm i'm not i'm i'm more just as likely to make it worse as i am to fix it if i me were to too. try it's not me my too. thing. Oh, well. I'll ask. Our manager is nice. You just call the manager. Yeah, he's a good guy. He'll help you out. Yeah, he's a good guy. Uh, so what's what's life like now that you're a that you're a, a Twitch partner? How has your life changed in the last week? Huh. Uh, surprisingly a lot. I didn't I honestly didn't expect it to feel all that different, but it really does. And I think there's a few things. I think one, I'm no longer thinking about numbers at all. Like before I was being very cautious about the amount of time I streamed and what time I streamed and what game I was playing and like getting people in to stream because I had to keep above that 75, which I was doing like pretty easily, but I was still nervous about it. Now that that pressure is gone, it's not that I like cared that much about the numbers before. I just, I knew we were at the cusp, so I wanted us to not like lose it. Um, but now I'm not thinking about numbers at all. So I feel far more relaxed and like I'm able to play, I'm playing like a super scary uh, game called Super Liminal now and on, on top of like my normal game. So that's one thing I feel more free in what I'm able to play. Just, I just feel way more relaxed. Mm -hmm. I'm also surprised at the amount of recognition that I'm getting from like in other chats, like the little check mark, like people, people in other people's chats, like want to start talking to you. 
And it's very weird. I almost feel like turning it off sometimes because suddenly these people, like, they're streamers of mine who are friends who are, like, bigger than me. They're averaging, like, thousand-plus viewers. And now all their chat wants to be, like, buddy-buddy with me. So it's like, I understand. I, I don't know. I, I, I get it. But it I'm surprised at the amount of, like, clout, clout uh, points that yeah. I got from that. Um. Yeah, it it feels good. Like it it feels nice to have like an outside entity putting like literally a stamp on your hard work. Um yeah. and then oh, I got my Twitch name changed to Dish. I was just going to ask you about that. I saw that. Now, how did is it that because so you got partnered is it a, right? So did, did, were you able to do that because you got the purple check mark or what? Yeah, so partners get access to partner support, um, whereas affiliates kind of get thrown into the the mix of everyone. Partners get like top, top, eh, top uh, assistance, and I, mm -hmm. um, someone, some, a friend of mine came into chat and was asking me about it, and I was I mentioned that I wanted to be Dish someday, and he was like, "There's a there's a way to at request it," so I just put in a request. And within like, I think four hours, then my name had been changed <laughs> because the person so, who had okay. DISH as their username had been inactive for like five years. So they just gave it to me. Oh, it's cool. It feels weird to get that That's kind weird. of like a four a four letter username on Twitch is like definitely right. a little. <laughs> that also gets me now that I have now that I have the check mark. And I have a four-letter username with no numbers, and it's just a word. Like that's it. I feel right. it's very hard. I can't really go incognito anymore on Twitch, and like no. I feel I f I don't want to make anyone nervous by like going into like a smaller streamer's chat. I don't know. I have to figure it out, but it's good. But you it's just like it. another grow, step up. You'll grow into it. Yeah. Yeah. It's I. If I the only analogy i can draw was when i finished my my doctoral work and mm -hmm. suddenly i was i wasn't prof d i was doctored or whatever and and people call me that and i was like what like <laughs> doesn't even sound like me like can we you know and, and honestly i've actually yeah. gone back and just i introduced myself to my classes as prof d because doctor it just it's, it's just not you in that in that setting it's just, i mean i'm just not, i mean it fine it's on my cv and it's on the university site and and that's and i'm proud of it but it it, it tends to make people it's it can sort of sound put offish or standoffish a little bit like if i not 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 that i have it but if i introduce myself that way like oh hi i'm yeah. doctor like it's just weird so i just i kind of went yeah. away from that but it it but i still get introduced that way and I should, as i should i guess but and i'm used to that now but the yeah it's a but little you want to stay casual like i i you didn't get exactly. your doctorate to like you didn't do it for the cl clout really like no. you furthering you're furthering your education you're becoming a better teacher you know you have extra credentials yeah. like there's the credential component and then there's like the image component and like i think that definitely sets you apart as a professor because a lot of other it's like it's great it's like kind of weird looking back on it how much other professors like are very adamant about being called doctor 
and it's just yeah it's just a little bit i don't like it thinking back on it now no <clears throat> it's just yeah it's, it is a little strange i guess um but in higher ed it, it it's it opens up all the doors basically professionally you, if you yeah. if you want to walk through them you, you need that it's like it's like kind of a a, a almost like a union card, so to speak. And I'm not yeah. belong to a union, but you have to, you have to have it if you want to get into certain areas of the profession. But in my, my graphic novel students, it's hilarious because they, I, I say, well, I don't want to be called. We have a lot of fun in that class. I'm like, I don't want to be called doctor, <laughs> you know? And they're like, well, we could call you Dr. D. Be, and I'm like, yeah, that sounds like like a villain from a Marvel movie or something, <laughs> you know, or something from, more like a villain from from Pixar, you know, Doctor yeah, D. Exactly. Yeah, you can do that one, you know. It's like, hey, just call me. If you can call, just call me Doc then, or something. Yeah, and yeah. It just, it's whatever. But, but it, the 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 blue check mark, or the I'm sorry, the purple check mark is is more important for what you do because it, it triggers all kinds of different yes incentives for you and and access and and obviously more support and everything else. So, mm -hmm. you know, and I think very cool. I don't know if HyperX was planning on sponsoring me officially until I don't I don't know because they like selected me as VIP and then gave me the sponsorship. So I don't know if that was planned or not, but I have to assume that me getting verified on Twitch has to help with this, the way like sponsors sure. view me because it means like I signed a contract when I joined when I became a partner. So there's a certain level of like, I don't even want to call it professionalism. It's like, it's something else. I don't know. Expectations. Well, so, some, sure. Something like that. Like I know what I'm doing basically is what that means. And like, I'm, I'm going to stay within a certain frame of acceptability on the platform. So I'm basically like a more trustworthy candidate for something like that. Um, so I, I don't know. I, all I'll say is a lot has changed already within a week. So I have to. Uh, we'll see what happens in the future. But yeah, it's been like a cool. It's been such a weird, such a weird. I feel like I was saying the exact same thing last Wednesday, that it was such a crazy week. But yeah. now I just had another yeah. kind of similar caliber crazy week. And like, I'm going to be streaming from the HyperX channel on Friday. So I don't know. It's just, I, I keep, I keep telling my community, this is like, I want to grow because it helps me become, you know, more stable. Like I, obviously there's income component, but I don't want our stream itself and like our community to ever lose like the casual familial, like friendly vibe that we have now. Like, I don't want right. the purple check mark to like deter that at all and i think that's obviously like up to me and it's not like my community is going to turn into something else overnight like those people have been no. not selected but you know they naturally by the content i make and like tight. other people like yeah like we've come together very specifically so yeah all things i'm considering i i just i don't want it to get to my head and i don't want it to I don't want it to change me, I guess. I don't know. I feel just, more confident, but yeah, that's all I really want. I just want to be more confident. Well, that's not a more good cocky necessarily. Yeah. Hey, I saw your, I saw your soap, um, bit, your soap vid. Oh yeah. Um, 
on the nachos. That was nice. Mom, mom ordered some. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> That's nice. That's helpful. Yeah. But she knew she would, right? I mean, yeah. You know, she's, <laughs> she, I, like, what, I see her. She's on her phone. She, she's in bed. She's on the phone. And then I look over and I see the credit cards out. Like, oh, we're about to get some, we're about to get some soap. It's a nice we? soap. Yeah. It's, a, it's actually really yeah, nice. You, it looks nice. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to getting my six bars for five bucks. <laughs> Yeah, they smell. <laughs> oh, you'll probably get another one because there's one in the box that it reminds me of the bug spray that we used when we went to Oklahoma. Cit citronella. Yeah. So I can't enjoy it. So I'll probably give that one to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want me smelling like that. I don't want Joshua smelling like that. So I got to get it out of here. <laughs> we have a citronella plant out on the patio here and, you know, mom really likes it. I, I don't love it. It just, it's maybe because I don't... I don't know. It doesn't flower, so it's just there, and it's big. Ugh. And and last week it was really windy here, and the wind blew it over, and it knocked it into this cactus that I've been nurturing for two years, and it's finally blooming, and it knocked one of the blooms that broke oh, on the bloom stems. Oh no! So, so now I really have it out for that citronella plant. I'm like, are you serious? Are you kidding me? So it's so hard to get cacti to bloom. I know. So it's like every two years, maybe if you're, if you're really faithful. So we lost citronella. 50% of what the bloom was. So yeah, for the, the citronella is a bully, you know, not only citronella. anything else. So I, uh. I, it's grounded now. I tied it down to the, to the, <laughs> I guess the railing of the patio so that it can't fall. Now. And uh, it's just, That's I was bitter beautiful. though. I'm still bitter. I'm still a little bitter, but I'll get over it. Citronella. No good. I mean, it's not a bad plant. It's just I have, I hated that bug spray at that little bug. I hated it. It smelled so weird. It took so long to apply. And I just remember carrying it with me, putting it on like when I went to Jackson. Where, where did I go? Jackson Hole? Yeah, that was it. Wyoming. Wyoming. Yeah. I got like, like 20 bug bites in one day. And one of them was literally this tall off of my leg and i just remember putting that stick of citronella nonsense on my leg hoping that it would help and it nope. didn't didn't help I've, i i thought it was gonna die <laughs> i had like 12 mosquito bites and then one that was just insanely large good times yeah they're they're different they're different outside of california i'll say that yeah, they are. You, you should thank me. We got you out of Oklahoma before you were even six months old because they're like they're predatory out there. They 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 come at you, and and it doesn't even matter if you're wearing a shirt. Like they'll go through your shirt. They'll land on you. Because I remember I was working on my car out in this house we were renting out there when before you were even born, and 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 it, it's shaded under all these trees. So it's just a, I didn't know any better at the time because I was just you know pretty naive Californian, and, <laughs> and it's just the ideal mosquito breeding ground because it's 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 just shady and humid and mm -hmm. i'm out there you know warm-blooded mammal out there working on i was putting a new uh fuel tank in our the, that 66 mustang that that i had and i sold when you were born and i'm out there and i didn't think anything of it because i'm like well i'm in long sleeves i can see these mosquitoes are landing on me but they're not getting through because and there were a lot of them too so it wasn't like there was one there was like i looked down i said four or five on my shirt and with, ah! with these striped Black and white striped legs, you know, and, and uh, they're just kind of landing on me and I had a long sleeve t-shirt on and I didn't, I like, ha, I'm protected. And, uh, and I had put <laughs> something repellent on my face or whatever in my hands. And, 
by the time I went inside, I'm like, man, I'm really itchy. Like I took my shirt off and I mean, I looked like I had the mumps or something. I just measles or they were just, oh. I really, they, they had penetrated the t-shirt and gotten me on my arms, on my chest, on my shoulders. So ah. yeah, there's, it's no good. So California, knock it if you want to, but it's you worth know, it. We pay a premium, but we pay for a lot of things. We pay for yeah. that weather. We pay for non-megalodon bugs. And <laughs> <laughs> we pay for the ocean and for yep. concerts and we pay for food. Like we got access mm -hmm. to everything, especially in like the bigger cities. So yeah, I don't I don't think we'll be moving out anytime soon. We, no, we we talk we have this conversation every now and then and it always kind of goes down the same road of kind of thrust off into the into never never land. Like, yeah, maybe someday, you know, we'll do it. And then the ten years goes by and we're <laughs> we're looking for houses, you know, so inventura. So I mean, we're not going yeah. anywhere. Inventura is so nice. Yeah. It's just so pretty and calm. It's perfect for you guys. Yeah, it's my speed. It's absolutely my speed. Yeah. You know, it's not too crunchy. We went to we went to um been other parts of the state like Ojai or even Santa Barbara. It's just a it's a little bit it's not the same. You know, it's just not quite like Ventura is just a you know, it's it's beachy but it's not too hoity toity, you know, and also not too not too granola crunchy. It's like right in the middle. <laughs> everyone just like let lets everyone else live. That's what it seems like. Nobody cares. Yeah, nobody cares. Just you know, just, I mean, you're at the beach, man. Just I know. nothing to get worked up about. You it's know, the shared interests and, of the beach. Yeah, it trumps everything else. Who cares what your politics are and, and your you know your religion is and you know just we're here, you know. Yeah. The setting over the ocean right now, so. You really want to have this debate right now, or <laughs> do we just order some barbecue and just, you know, literally just chat, have, some, have, have a, a good beer. time? Yeah, <laughs> you know, take a enjoy, dive, enjoy each other. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's nice. So anyway, yeah, the, re the restaurants are opening up here at last. We're supposed to go into the orange next week. Los Angeles is crazy. It feels so fast. Hey. It's super fast. It's almost like we just decided, okay, that's it. I mean, I guess the vaccine is going out, but I've heard that the cases are rising, so I'm confused about why. Yeah, the death, the death. We're opening up rate or death toll, death numbers count? of people dying weekly count. That's the word. I don't think that's changed. I don't really know, but you Seems know, again, weird. not to get too political but i but i'm i'm happy this is happening and i'm i'm leading the parade i'm <laughs> if the place is open you know if the doors open a crack i'm i'm shoving my way in so <laughs> yeah yeah i'm excited that, too so i am excited but it's kind of weird though because you you have this weird um dichotomy going on like yesterday in santa clarita uh Mom and I met some friends who are uh, they, they're newlyweds and they're and they're military, so they're they're moving to uh, Florida. I'm not Florida. Where did that come from? Uh, 
I don't even know where that word came. Why that even popped in my head? Not Florida. <laughs> they're, they're starting in Mississippi, but they're but they'll be in Italy in six months. You know, less than six months. Oh, wow, months. cool. And so we wanted to say goodbye or you know see you soon or whatever. And uh, definitely not goodbye. But um, anyway, we're we're at uh, uh, Bodie Leaf. Mm-hmm. You know, you know that place, that coffee mm-hmm. place on on uh, Soledad. Yeah, and uh, and it was open. Like we were inside. At a table, masks off, drinking coffee, wow. eating blueberry muffin. It was awesome, you know. That's that's the right. It's red tier, twenty five percent, whatever. But and then after that, I had to get go to work. But we stopped off at Panda Express, like the highlight of healthy food, right? But I mean, <laughs> it just sounds. Some days Panda just sounds good, and we went. Yeah. And uh, and Panda, not only they didn't have any no seating available inside. And they were so strict. It was like they wouldn't let us. We had to exit. She came chasing after us from the the, the cashier after she took the money um, to make sure we didn't go out the, the door we came in. Like, no, 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 you got to go out that door. And I'm like, this is so strange. We just from, what, came from down the street where we're inside eating and drinking. And in here, we can't we can't eat inside. We can't access the the fountain to get a soft drink or whatever. And we have to you heard it out a specific door. And so I guess you're going to get that, like every restaurant, every every. Yeah, I mean they get to make business. their own choice. Of yeah, they make their own choice, and it's, I'm not really knocking it. It was just, it just was interesting to, to note that there's such a difference between from place to place. Like who knows what you're going to get? You know, mm-hmm. and Starbucks is really, you know, yeah, holding the line right now. Even here in Ventura, you, oh wow, they won't let you sit inside. I'm like, come on. I mean, I guess it's a really small. Your guys' at Starbucks is tiny. Well, if it's it's for the I think for the employees. I mean, I, I understand that. Like, if I'm an employee and I'm and I'm yeah, really especially for retail, like, you're getting exposed to everyone. In. So that's why I never roused when I had to wear a mask going into a store. Because I'm like, well, it's for the it's not for right, me. Right? Like, no, I, it's for the people who have to sit here and interact with everybody coming in and out of the store from all over town. And you know, if I if I don't like it, then don't go in. Like, it's pretty obvious. I don't. I never didn't understand people throwing fits because they weren't allowed to go into no. a store without a mask. It, it's but so one selfish. time, right at the height at the height of the whole pandemic, mom and I went to Whole Foods and she just forgot. And, and she, I had my mask on and she just forgot. We walked in and went all. She, we made it all the way to the back of this Whole Foods. It was this huge Whole Foods. I mean, it was it was no way forever steps all the way to the back and finally like someone just came tearing up to her ma'am ma'am you gotta put on your mask and she's like oh my gosh i'm sorry i totally and she did she 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 wasn't Uh. trying to subvert the rules she completely forgot to put it on and uh but i'm like mom you're deb such a rebel like you're gonna get us arrested you know (laughs) Because this was yeah. in the summer, or even it, this yeah. was—it wasn't the time to not be doing it. There was a time. I think it's kind of well. I don't know. LA is still kind of like this. Like if you're in, I was in a parking lot walking toward IKEA, and I didn't have my mask on, uh, and I was almost to the door, and I noticed people were staring at me. I was like, "What is happening?" And then I realized I left it, but like, I almost walked into the IKEA, IKEA. Where people from all over the world, there's so much diversity in Ikea. Like I hear like 20 yeah. different languages when I'm in that s- store and I was about to go in there without a mask on <laughs> or 
or try. <laughs> Basically, a super spreader event, right? Literally, yeah, super spreader. Is there? I do. And then you I, just go all across Southern California. I feel so bad for the um, for the grocery store employees because, like, they have no choice. Like, they gotta they gotta make a living, so they're not gonna stop working. But I feel like the way that the way that the grocery store COVID stuff was handled is so different from how it was handled like everywhere else. Like there was maybe there was like a little plexiglass between you and the and like the checkout person, but then right behind them was another, you know, slew of people and like I don't know, like the aisles are tiny, so like you're slipping past people. I always felt I don't know, I've I don't think I ever interacted with a retail or with a grocery store employee that stood six feet away from me like when you ask i don't know what the deal is but when you ask a grocery store employee a question they walk like right up to you and like i try to step back literally just for their sake because you're interacting with like hundreds of people plus a day so i don't know if they just like resign themselves to it which is sad or i don't know it's just like impossible to yeah, abide they're, by they're, the six feet in a grocery store no you can't there are a few groups that I think kind of qualify as heroic <laughs> during this past year in the pandemic. Obviously, the the healthcare workers, you know, the doctors mm. and nurses, the, the orderlies, anybody working in 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 those nurses. areas. I mean, they are, they're on the front lines, and you know, they were putting their lives on the line, and some of them lost their lives. I mean, they're that everybody is quick to commend those those people, and they should commend those people, and and I do too. But also the grocery workers because they. They never, they never closed. Like they never, no, they couldn't, closed. they couldn't close. And so, I mean, I, I remember again in the beginning, but being afraid to go outside. Yeah. Just the beginning, you know, afraid to go outside. I think, I mean, really on my mind, like I'm being second guessing whether I should be ordering takeout. Right. But still going to the grocery store. Yeah. And getting what I needed and they're there and they're just there and and they're handling everything that i've touched because mm -hmm. it's coming down the you know, conveyor belt or whatever without fail and they didn't sign up for that like if you're if you're a doctor or your nurse or whatever like that's comes with the territory and you hope you never have to deal with it at that level but it does come with the territory mm -hmm. not a grocery store worker though grocery store workers like man i this is just my i i didn't I didn't need I didn't to be sign on the front lines of a, of a disease, right? And, and yet they did it, and so, so that they should not be forgotten in all this, too. No, not at all. It was weird. The whole thing, like, I don't know. There was like such little protection provided for grocery store employees. Like one thing they could have done that would have been a pain, but I think might have helped is if they had like, I don't know. They could have done like a like a takeout type thing like that that's how i get most of my groceries now just because it's convenience but like i i go i order groceries and then i go pick them up like if they had instead of inviting uh shoppers into the grocery store they could have either hired more employees and basically made them all shoppers so they shopped for people and then brought their order to them but i don't know i i just i feel bad i feel like there was no protection for them really except a plexiglass no. screen and what a service they they provided to yeah literally because we wanted to go be able to go get food but i think more importantly was even on the psychological level because if yeah if i think everybody collectively felt like they were going to be okay 
they didn't know what the deal with the pandemic would be, but as far as like the, everything else, as long as they could get food to feed their family. But if, imagine if in the midst of all that, the grocery, you, the grocery store shut down and you didn't know if you could, like, if, if for people who had their kitchen stocked, great. But what about people who didn't? Like, okay, would I, I'm gonna, I don't have any food to eat. Like, what am I supposed to do? And there were parts of the country where there, there, there was the deal. There were people, yeah. the military was delivering food, like to, or there were, there were lines you drive through to get food. We never experienced that here in Southern California. The, the grocery no. stores were always open. There and, was a threat you know, of it, though. The, yeah. Just so the thought was that terrifying. Was, it was. So props to the grocery store workers, the convenience store workers. Yeah. <clears throat> thank who, you. Who, yes, thank you. And obviously the healthcare workers, too. But um, definitely learned a lot. But the dedicated shopper job is a new job, and I think it's cool. I think that's not going to yeah. go away. I think – Pandemic or not, that's just so convenient, right? If you want to, oh, yeah. if, I don't know if it costs, does it cost extra to do it? To um, pay? At Ralph's, Feet? it doesn't cost anything. Um, they've made it free f over the course of the of the pandemic of like 2020. It's, it, I think it was like seven bucks for a time, which is nothing. Um, Amazon, Amazon, which they can do because they're a mega company, will deliver to your house for free. If you spend $35 at the Amazon Fresh and all you have to do, all the only option to, to pay extra is for a tip. <laughs> okay, I'm glad so you I've mentioned getting my tip groceries I, delivered. Okay. I have a question for you on that. Um, yeah. The whole tip thing. Because <laughs> like if I go to a restaurant, I mean, I, I, I worked as a waiter for a couple years, so mm -hmm. I'm totally sympathetic to that. I was always consider myself a really, you know, a good tipper. And, and yeah. you know, I always figured, look, there's the difference between a, between an average tip and a good tip is a few bucks. And, and you, why not drop the extra few bucks and walk out the restaurant, you know, with your head held high, you know, instead of, <laughs> instead of like slinking out the back because you, 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 you stiffed yeah. the, the waiter in some, in some manner, in some way, but, but out, it's now expanded way out, way beyond, you know, going to a restaurant and sitting down. It's, you know, if, if you're going to use like a card and, and they have that little Apple thing yeah. on the, at the register, they, they turn that thing around every time. It's like, oh, just complete the transaction. They kind of say as a as a kind of indiscriminately mm -hmm. walk away and you look at it and you're like, okay, do I just press okay? But it always says tip like and and there's a certain amount to tip and you're like, okay, but I'm, like at, I'm at McDonald's right now. Like am I supposed to – like what's happened here? And it's, it's for everything no matter what you buy. And during the, during the last year – I was happy to leave tip because yeah. I'm, again, yeah, for too. what we just have been talking about, but now I'm, I'm, I've gone back and I'm, I'm ready to revisit that because I'm, I'm at like, for example, at the Panda, um, you know, they always ask you, do you want to get, you know, do, do you want to give an extra for, da, 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 for such as they ask for a tip? And then, and then they also have that thing. They flip it around and, and Bodie leaf was the same way. And of course I, I left the tip cause you, you don't want to feel like a bum, like, Oh, you know, okay, you know, it's my mm. set, but my but 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 my, I just paid, you know, four fifty for a latte. Now now it's going to be five fifty for a latte. It's weird, and it's just a dollar. But if you add it up over the numbers of times you do this, yeah, it adds up. And I'm not trying to sound cheap or anything. I just it's something well, that I got to have doing. People are asking for tips that used to not yeah. ask for tips, and it's like it's diff it's weird because my, I don't know. I, I agree with you. Like I've been tipping more more often and more generously over the pandemic just because these poor employees have to be out and you know serving right. people and stuff but it's like the reason we tip 
del- the reason we tip like in the past we tip people who deliver stuff people who transport your goods drivers stuff like that and people who rely on tips to get paid like restaurant servers isn't isn't i don't know exactly how it works but aren't like tips a huge part of how sit down restaurant servers like make money like isn't the hourly rate like ridiculous oh, or something yeah. I don't so know like, what the, the laws in California keep changing, but yeah, for sure. You, you yeah. don't even make minimum wage because they factor in that you're going to get a certain number of tips per hour. And so you, your, your hourly rate, at least it used to be less than 15, but I think that might be different now. I think maybe oh. now everybody's got to make whatever the minimum wage is. I'm actually not sure. Yeah. I don't know. But still, I, yeah. I, I, I honestly, I don't, we don't go out very often, so I haven't had to think about it too much. Like we, we buy from, we order from DoorDash, so we obviously like tip the driver, but we haven't been asked to tip at a restaurant. Like it, it. I don't know. I feel like it depends on how much effort is being put into making the whatever the thing is. Like at Panda, yeah. if that person is just going to be scooping the items and giving it to you, is that worthy of a tip? I don't know. It's fast food. Uh, I, I'm. Pay- I usually don't. I'm patronizing the store as it is, and I'm paying. The premium for you to prepare and cook it already, yeah. And I can't even eat inside, so you, I'm not. You're not going to be cleaning up my table, right? I'm not. I'm just. I'm just taking it to go. Like that's, that's a transaction. What about only at, at at an actual restaurant where you just order takeout? Like it's different. You're not leaving. You're not giving a twenty percent tip if you're just picking it up and leaving. But I was during the pandemic because they had no other way. Like mm-hmm. that was the only way they could get a tip. So I would, I would leave a tip as if they waited on me for an hour and a half. But right. now I'm kind of like, well, I don't know. And I'm kind of reverting back to, you know, if it's a, if it's a $40 bill and I'm just getting it to go, I might leave like, you know, three or four or three buck tip, you know, kind of like that. I don't know. Yeah. It's like, the I'm not thing sure is, if I'm, I, I haven't decided. Yeah, it feels weird though. But I like <laughs> restaurants, when you tip at a restaurant, you're, you're, directly paying for the service that you received from the waiter and like you're helping that like that's how they're making their money so like that's why we tip right that's the point for a for a employee who's just you know assembling something like there's that's not equal to the an hour and a half of waiting on a table and cleaning up that table and like communicating like the waiters have been trained to like talk to you and you know make sure you have a nice evening or lunch or whatever it is so i don't know i i i i we don't go out that often so i haven't had to think about it but i feel like there's there's room to i don't think (laughs) i don't think every Every store that sells something with a little iPad should turn it around and ask for a tip. I don't know. It does seem weird. But they it do. feels far more compulsory than it yeah. ever used to. It's not in the spirit of tipping, honestly. It's supposed well, to be tip a is how generosity. you differentiate good. Right, you tip. You differentiate good service from bad service, or what, and somewhere in between. Or, or really, I don't look at it as a way of like punishing someone for giving me bad service. Like that's 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 a kind of a messed up way to look at it. It's more right. like. Hey, you know what? Like, they're, they're, you're you're gonna get fifteen percent from me. I don't care if you ignore me the whole day. Like, that's just I'm here. Yeah. I'm taking your I'm taking it at, at your table. But I mean, and if you spit on my food, probably I won't give you fifty. You know, it'll be different. But I mean, short of that, right? The yeah. but the but the but for the server who who I'm like, 
wow, they, they were really, really, you know, good. I'm going to go beyond 20% because yeah. they've earned it. Like they, they, they worked hard. They anticipated, I, I never even had to think about my drink getting, you know, I, I sound, I sound so privileged saying all this stupid stuff, but I mean, it's just as a waiter, I remember when, when I was a waiter, I took a lot of pride in, in trying to give good service and, there were times with certain tables where I knew I didn't because I, I got sat like four four tables at once mm. and I would have to jettison one of those tables wasn't going to get the best service. Yeah. And you try to make a judgment, which one's going to be the worst tipper? I'll just go ahead and yeah. write them off. And it's kind of messed up. You know. <laughs> you do what you got to do when you're running out of time. And, and so you're not surprised when, when your tip is is less than than exemplary. But then there are other times when you would – you you just had a great interaction with the table. You got everything they needed. They asked for all the special stuff, and and you didn't get anything wrong. And everything was just, you know, it was just it was just a blue star stellar situation. And and you get like ten bucks on a hundred dollar bill, and you're like, what did I? Like I would lose sleep over that, not because of the, you know, the difference between yeah. a good tip and a bad tip is five dollars. I didn't lose sleep over the five or ten dollars. It'd be more like, did I did I do something wrong? Like what did what what did I miss? Like it would it would bother me. And but I, but I came to realize that you 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 have to just be satisfied with giving good service. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. You know, uh, I don't like. I wish America would would abolish the whole tipping thing, like like other countries do, and just pay their employees better, like charge more for the food, and then let's ignore the tip. <laughs> I didn't thing. realize that. Like, but I, I didn't realize that a couple of years ago, but we were oh. in Paris, and and I <laughs> like. We went to this restaurant. First of all, we get to it and it's like nine o'clock at night. So I'm, I'm walking in wondering, are you guys even still open? But it was strange. It was nine o'clock at night. The sun was still up in the sky. Everything was bizarre. And we sit Weird. down and I, and by the time we left, it was more crowded than when we sat down. It was empty when we sat down. So dinner is much later there. And then the sun goes down much later. It was all very odd and unexpected. But at the end, you know, he brings a little thing around and I, you know, to, and I give him my, my credit card to pay and, and, I ask him, you know, because well, I was told, you know, they don't, it's not the same. You're, you're not going to get be able to give, once you give me your credit card, you have to tell them when you give them the credit card, what the tip's going to be. So that's, you know, being, being me, I'm like, okay, so um, can I put a tip on it now? And he's like, yeah, how, you know, well, how much do you want to put on? You know, he says in his, in his, in, in his French, a heavily accented English, uh, French version of English. And you know, I've just put 20%, you know, it's just whatever, 20% after the post tax, whatever it was. So I do it that way because it's just easy, right? So it's, it was, yeah. if it was 40, it was $40. Okay. It's $8 tip. So I'm like, okay, I just put $8. And, and he's like, oh, okay. Thank you. <laughs> but he was very surprised by that. And I didn't realize until later when I got back and I was talking to the, to the other um, people we were traveling with that, that that's not customary there, but I kind of felt good about it. I'm like, well, I would rather be thought of as the generous American than the obnoxious one and, or the chintzy one. So that's fine. You know? Yeah, we get such a bad rap for good reason in other countries because yeah, we're so obnoxious and loud. Deserved, yeah, probably deserved. <laughs> yeah. So never want to be that guy, you know. Never want to be that you know. person. But it's just, it's I like I understand wanting to reward, like I want to reward people for, especially now, like for staying at their jobs and like making it possible for me to get food, but also like the servers who don't get the chance there. I'm sure there are like plenty of people who saw this as an opportunity to stiff at restaurants because like, well, I'm not getting the service. So, but, but like, and like, I understand that perspective kind of, but it's totally selfish. And then like that totally shafts the, 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 the waiters who have no choice. Like 
they don't they've been trained and they want to give good service but they can't so i wish that i wish that america didn't force i don't know i wish that america just provided yeah. better for the for their waiters it just feels well, bad yeah, i feel exactly. bad for them yeah, I mean, so so change the subject I, everyone I mean, in weird we tell joshua this because we've we Josh and I talk about this from time to time. I, I made my first significant investment in cryptocurrency this morning. Ooh, okay, okay. Which I one? I finally pulled the trigger. I've been watching it for a long time, and I'm probably going to regret it because it feels pretty much like gambling, <laughs> you know, because I, I don't like to invest in things I don't understand, and I, I don't really understand it. But uh -huh. what I do understand is that that the Fed cannot continue to print money at this rate, and there not be hyperinflation. And I've, you know, typically mm. what I would do in a situ situation such as that, I would look at commodities like gold or silver and, and those types of funds that that are a good hedge against inflation, but those aren't doing anything. And I couldn't understand why for a while. And I understand it's because that money that typically follows gold and silver is, is actually trading in the, mm -hmm. the cryptocurrency. And so right. I said, okay, well, if I look at it, I don't have to understand it if, I, if except to understand that it is it is the 2021 version of invest, of gold as a hedge mm. against investment uh, a hedge against inflation mm. then that changes my perspective so interesting uh, so i mean i missed the boat on 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 bitcoin in in the summer uh -huh. I almost I was going to do it and then didn't do it and it was at about ten thousand eight hundred a, a coin and now it's like you know it got up over sixty and now it's down like fifty five or something but mm. so that was kind of a miss but um, th this time around what I decided to do was invest in Ethereum because it's Ethereum. it's uh, it's number two in market share of the cryptocurrencies it's it's um, mm. also I think number two as far as what the price per unit is or coin whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. um so you know Setting. i feel kind of locked in because with the way taxes work if you know capital gains taxes if you if you sell before if you if you sell it before 365 days and you sell it for a profit there's a much higher tax rate if you yeah if you're because you're designated as short term but if it's after a year it's designated as long term and, it, and it's like goes from 40 percent tax on it to like 12 percent or something like that I, i'm not even really sure but it's significant so that is criminal. But at the same time, if it forty percent taxes, that is criminal. Yeah, maybe I could be wrong. It could be less. I'm not. It could be less. It maybe depend on what your bracket is. But if if it runs and it, and it does really well, I'm, I'm probably going to take the profits before a year because taxes or not. Because you know, mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not playing it like a roulette wheel. I just. I just wanted to put something somewhere that is a hedge against inflation since we don't own house right now so you need something smart. but anyway tell joshua that i did that and uh, I'll tell him because he and i have gone back and we've texted and you know what about dogecoin and what about this and that and we just <laughs> has had a lot of fun with it um, i think we still have dogecoin i don't think yeah, yeah, you see what it did um but i'm just i decided let's go with ethereum and see what happens gosh but they're coming up with new ones every single day it's i ridiculous. know I, it's i mean bitcoin is obviously the most well known and like reputable elon musk like absolutely exploded the value of and the validity of bitcoin by accepting it as payment for teslas like 
he he is way too powerful. That guy. I just have to hope that he's not up to. He's not some super villain that's up to this like crazy plan. <laughs> Mega mind or something. You literally like that. mega mind. I have to hope that he's <laughs> at least somewhat human and wants to not destroy the world in some way in the future. But he's uh right. He's he's uh yep. He's got a well, big he's crafty brain. because he Yeah, he's too smart. He be, before before he announced that he would accept Bitcoin in exchange for Tesla vehicles, he, he made a huge some. investment in Bitcoin. So, I mean, in billions, like a lot of a huge out of the realm of anything you or I could envision. And so okay. he bought it and then he and then he did this and thing then to, to, to further legitimize it. And, you know, so, I mean, smart, right? If if people yeah. are if the fish are biting, <laughs> you know, put your I put guess. your bait in, in the water. But, uh, you know, more power to him. But, yeah, I, 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 I hope he's I hope he's he's. He's not some nefarious villain, but but uh, I I do appreciate that he's attempting a new way of of space travel that doesn't involve government bureaucracy because mm. he sent you know, mm-hmm. rockets out into space for like a tenth of the price that NASA claims it needs. But we, everybody knows that what, if if the government's doing it, put it's an extra zero on whatever it should cost. Right, right. So bureaucracy. I like so privatization of things. Yeah, Me it just too. becomes more efficient. So yeah. I'm, I'm down for that. Um, I've not driven a Tesla, so I don't really know. Um, <laughs> but I did, I have noticed that gas prices have gone up from, you know, almost $2 a gallon in California since, since the election. So, yeah, um, so I've seen like you, $6. Joe. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> thanks Joe for that. But, um, I know he, it's not all on him or anything, but, uh, look, he's the president, so he has to own it. The president, you get the blame and the, well, you sometimes get the gratitude, yeah, but you, you get, get the blame for everything. You, you get, yeah. And you know, he's not, he's not for fossil fuel. So, you know, yeah. When you cancel Keystone pipelines and things like that, you can't expect gas to, you know, yeah. the, 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 a lot of things drive gas prices that I don't fully get. But anyway, the higher gas prices get, the more attractive a Tesla becomes because yeah, you can offset the costs, right? So, True. I don't know. It's we'll tempting, not that it's any maybe anywhere my, within my our budget to buy a Tesla. No, but, but maybe <laughs> if my Ethereum, if my Ethereum does really well, and then maybe he'll decide to take Ethereum as a legal tender, as tender for a for a. Imagine. So perhaps I bought my future Tesla this morning. I just don't know it yet. Imagine, oh man. I mean, they're I affordable. Mean, they're not out of no, the realm. yeah. It's Isn't just the lowest of, one like thirty two? 32 yeah. I mean, it's not really any more expensive than anything else, but my, it's not horrible. My car, I, I, I don't have very many miles on my car right now. I'm trying to put miles on my car because for forever, I would drive it like 5,000 miles a year. <laughs> so I have this 2014 <sighs> car that has just finally crossed 50,000 miles only because oh my we moved gosh. here. So it's going to be a while. I'm no the car rush. is beautiful. It's a very timeless vehicle in my opinion. Yeah. Well, you're the one who turned me on to the whole Veloster thing, so. Thanks. I know, I know, I did that. <laughs> I thought I thought you'd be excited when I brought it home, but you were actually you were actually I won't say jealous. You were like, so you get one before I get one. I'm like, it was a manual. Yes, I get one first. It's a manual. Yeah, like, right. I can't drive a manual, and I don't want to. I can teach you how to drive a manual. You do want to do. It. They're they're so much more engaging and fun than a, than an automatic, especially for a, it does for sound a, fun. You know, a, a, a sporty car. You know, that does sound fun. Maybe I'll maybe I'll come up and you can teach me. Sure. Let me get the clutch close to being worn out, then I'll teach you. So you can go ahead and push it over the edge. <laughs> okay. 
Sounds mom good. taught me how to drive it. Mom taught me how to drive a stick. Oh, so yeah. um, <sighs> there's a lot of funny stories about that being me getting stuck in intersections and uh, yeah, <laughs> when we were Take dating. me to a parking <laughs> lot. Uh, yeah, no, no, we were actually on Wilshire by on Brentwood. Oh my gosh. It was That's like terrifying. thrown into the deep end of the pool, you know, unprotected left turns on a, <laughs> with a stick shift with five cars behind me, angry as I'm uh, like stalling stress. No, no, no. Anyway. Gosh, maybe that would be good. Okay. Take me to the parking lot. Like, like <laughs> we did when you taught me how to drive the first time. Yeah. The old days. The parking lot. Well, let's close it out for the day. Thanks everyone for listening. See you next time. Bye.